ladies and gentlemen. This is a special edition of the Rinses Due podcast with your third least favorite member, Bobby Thunder. This is a special edition, like I said. We've got the creative mind and the president of the National Wrestling League, Major Bazin, with us today. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks oh, for having me on. I'm doing fantastic. How's the day going? It looks beautiful in here at the Castle Loma Ballroom, as usual. Yeah, we're uh, we're a little bit ahead of schedule compared to uh, to the first show. First <laughs> show was a bit of a of a helter skelter thing, so I'm I'm comfortable with where we're at right now. That's good to hear. Uh, with that said, let's uh, go ahead and get this started, so you can get back to directing all these lovely men and women at their work they need to do. So what made you decide to create this lovely promotion? Um, well, I mean, to be honest with you, I've always wanted to be in professional sports, but I was about $100 million shy of uh, owning a baseball team, so um, I decided to uh, do my second love, which is pro wrestling, and, um, you know, it's, it's a little bit weird because, you know, you want to do pro wrestling, but everybody who's ever tried to mess with the WWE and do what the WWE does always fails. You right, know? They, get, they get squashed real quick. Yeah, and they fail in spectacular fashion. <laughs> and, and I didn't want to do that, so I needed to figure out a way to do it a little bit differently, and um, that's how we came up with the NWL. It, it seems like a good mix between the indie and the production values of the WWE here. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's, that's really kind of what we're shooting for. We're, we're trying to bring the indies out from kind of the behind the curtains, right? So, you know, I, I've gotten to love indie wrestling over the past, you know, really nine months. And um, what we're doing here is, is we're taking the indie philosophy of close interaction with fans, um, you know, with with the, you know, I guess I would say um, varied body types, Um and adding in the big promotion value, adding in really deep storylines, and really going back to what I think is really truly missing in professional wrestling today, both at the indie level and in the, um, in the WWE, which is really interesting, over-the-top characters. You know? And that's, what, that's really what is driving this promotion. I, that's, that's, very, that's very fantastic. I do enjoy that. Speaking of the over-the-top characters... How much does the talent get to choose the direction of their character and create it? Because I know you wanted everybody to have a new persona linked with this promotion here. It was, I mean, it's all, I mean, all of the characters originate from the guys. You know, the, the wrestlers, I mean, this isn't us, you know, going up to people and saying, hey, uh, Durden, you're now Jack Foster. You know, it's a conversation where uh, we have a conference call with, you know, with the wrestlers. So Durden, for example, it's me, Durden, Matt Jackson, and uh, Chris Goff. And we all got on the phone and, you know, just asked him what his ideas were. And he had, you know, two different ideas and we talked about them. And what we ended up with was kind of a blend between the two ideas that he had. Um, and ultimately, you know, we don't script anything, right? So for when the guys do a promo or guys are doing interviews or guys are reacting to things, they're legitimately reacting to things as their character, just that however organically that what that means to them, and so they have to be it has to be a part of them, otherwise that process doesn't work at all so it's it's all of these characters are, are things that they that they created and I know I'm giving a long answer here, but um, but um, you know the other cool thing about it is you know all these guys are super excited about getting a chance to create a character because you know they've been on the indie scene and kind of doing the indie scene thing and you know just basically have been a move set for the past five years and then you know maybe one or two promotions they've really gotten over but this really gives them a chance to do something where they can create 
a really layered deal in performing, you know, every other week in front of the same fans, and I think that's really exciting. So you're telling me that Evan's character of Buddy Shepard was completely his idea? Absolutely. Seriously. I was going to say, that's, that's the perfect persona for him. Like, knowing him for about a couple of years, he's, uh, that's, that's perfect for him. Who, who, else, who else would have come up with that? That's kind of what I thought. I was like, the, the video entrance, the music, the whole persona, yeah. is just it's, that's him perfectly. So with the business climate of the current day where businesses enjoy getting as much of their employees for as little as possible, <laughs> what made you decide to shirk the whole idea of not taking care of your talent and providing them with health benefits and year contracts and things of that nature? Well, I think the, 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 a lot of companies try to get as much out of their, their employees for as little as possible, but that really is not, you know, this is, this is my fourth, this is my fourth startup. Um, and my previous three were all really successful and, um, and all of them, you know, we couldn't, we could only pay as much as we could pay, right? Given where we were at on the startup curve, but, <coughs> but with all of them, you know, we, we paid them what we could afford. And so in this case, you know, we pay guys as much as we can afford and that's the way that, that's the way it is. I mean, in business, and wrestling is no different. You know, the, the, if you want to be successful, you a have to love your customer, really love your customer. And I love wrestling fans. I love indie fans, especially the ones that, even if they boo me, whatever. You know, at least they're passionate, right? Right. Um, you know, so I, we love indie fans. We love, you know, WWE fans. We love wrestling fans. If you love wrestling, we love you. Um, and the second thing you gotta do is you've gotta create an awesome place to work that people want to work at. Otherwise, you're never gonna get that full effort. I think that's a lot of things. I think that's one thing that a lot of businessmen and women misunderstand is that if you really want to get everything you can possibly get out of your employees, well, then you gotta treat them right. You know, that's that's the only way that happens. Otherwise, they're always gonna feel neglected. They're always gonna hold something back in reserve. That's, that's what my job does. I work at Quick Trip, and they put their employees first, and that brings the customers in because they have that positive attitude. Absolutely. And they just they want to work there. They want to make everybody feel comfortable and happy. That's a great company. Quick Trip is a great company. So you've got Matt Jackson, who was running Anarchy. What, what brought you to Matt Jackson? What brought him in? What called you to him? Um, it was actually Chris. Um, so we initially started in, in St. Louis talking to another promotion. Um, that didn't work out for one reason or another. Uh, we're still, you know, friends. We still, you know, respect each other, all that kind of stuff. We just, they just couldn't get things to work um, for both of us. But um, so Chris, you know, had a relationship with with Matt through his work as a worker as Pierre um, in a uh, in a tag team that he was running at Metro Pro, and uh, so he introduced me, he introduced uh, me to Matt and to Evan, and um, we had a you know two three hour conversation and. Yeah, you know, there was just a lot of alignment. You know, there's a lot of you know kind of shared uh, beliefs, not necessarily about like what the in-ring product should look like, but shared beliefs in terms of characters are really important, storylines are really important. You know, production's important, and you know if somebody uh, doesn't necessarily have the best body, it doesn't necessarily mean that they can't be a pro wrestler. You know, that that those types of things we all agreed on. Um, we have similar senses of, senses of humor and, and believe that wrestling should be fun in addition to tough. And so it just, it was kind of, it was perfect. And I'm actually, in retrospect, glad uh, that the first deal didn't work out because we couldn't be happier with that. How do you guys find your talent? I know you've started the NWL Training Center. 
How does somebody that wants to get into wrestling, how do they go about that through you guys? Um, they, they reach out. You can email uh, TPC, that's Tango Papa Charlie, at uh, nwleague.com. Um, and um, that's, that's how we take you know, all new tryouts. So you try out, and if you make the tryout, then you know, you're eligible to either join the school or if you're a veteran guy, uh, or gal who wants to be a manager of LA or a uh, or a worker, um, you know, you, you can email that, and then at those tryouts, basically, you're not trying out for the school; you're trying out for the league, right? And um, and if you pass that, then you know we start working into shows. Um, we also find guys just you know nationally. We we watch a ton. I can't tell you how much video, how much YouTube we watch every day between about six of us. And we're always we're watching indie content, looking for guys that we think, you know, can make that next step. Um, and then we'll we'll reach out to them and you know and, and ask them if they're interested. Yeah, that's I like all of that. That's good stuff. Anybody trying to get out, that's the way to get started through this produ- promotion. You guys have a production value that's second to none. Like basically, you guys are the AAA of wrestling right now, in my <laughs> Thanks. opinion. Thanks. You've got this beautiful video board. The great sound system. What made you decide to go all out with it and just go headfirst into the program? Well, that's I mean that's that's all about customer experience, right? You know, it's what's really important to us is that you know again that the fan is going to get an experience here that they're not going to get anywhere else. You know, we, we understand that we're asking people to make you know financial commitments here to us, and so it's it's just stupid to ask people to make a financial commitment if you're not willing to make a financial commitment yourself, and so. You know, all everything that you see here and see at our shows, both in St. Louis and in Kansas City, you know, we want the fans to know that we're taking this very seriously. We're here for the long haul, and you know, we're we're invested. Come invest in us. With along with the production values, some of the talent your referee Jason has taken to call him the giant video board, the Majortron. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I, I think that's a. Uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> it's a power of the people thing. I think that's what it's yeah, got to be now. If anybody calls it that, I guess that's, I'm not going to stop them. But you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's not your first choice. Yeah, it wouldn't be my it, first. It just choice. flows so easily. Yeah, it kind of sounds like Megatron, though. I mean, like I don't want to be like the evil Transformer, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's. I tell you what, I just, I just think it's beautiful. To be honest with you, it, it, it's, it it's, really is. It's it's a lovely board. I was here the inaugural week or the inaugural Thursday. You did no. The show was fantastic. The video board was fantastic. Minus the production hookups you said you had beforehand, the show went off without a hitch. Yeah, it was amazing to me that how smoothly that show went, given how many disasters we had throughout that day. I mean, that day was disaster after disaster after disaster. And then it just kind of somehow, like like a magic Tetris like thing, just fell into place all of the last minute. Like the last thirty minutes, everything just kind of happened, and it was. It was crazy. I'd have to say a part of that is the team you have working with you, making sure they had a cool head and got it all under control. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, we have been extremely fortunate with hiring decisions. Um, and and the, I tell you what, man, the, the, the wrestlers that we have, man, they don't, they don't gripe, they don't complain. We ask them to do all kinds of stupid things and, and things that are outside of just being a wrestler, and, and you don't get any pushback from them. It's, I, it's, just, it's been a really cool experience. Do you guys have any plans to expand into additional territories down the line? Because I do right now. I enjoy the fact that you have the Casey and the St. Louis. They're separate, but at the same time, they're going head to head. They've yep. got the championship belt at the very end of the season. Yep. Any yep. plans to expand on that? Yeah. So the goal is over the next you know 
five to ten years, depending on how long it takes us to get fans to really come on board here, um, is to expand to 15 of these kind of city groupings. you got a very ambitious plan. Uh, I like that. Absolutely. No, I mean, because we want to have, like, what is a true, you know, national wrestling, wrestling league where you've got, you know, 30 cities competing, right? And so the, the two cities are going to be competing with each other. So the next one that we want to do is San Antonio and Austin in Texas. We want to do uh, uh, Portland and Seattle. Oh, that's cool. Memphis and Nashville. Uh, we'll do like a quad in LA, so we'll have like LA proper, and then also the Valley, Orange County, and the Inland Empire. So like all ge- geographies where um, you know they, there's some genuine dislike for the other side. Um, that's but, that's a great idea. But they can come together because you know ultimately you know if I'm in Southern California, I certainly don't want to lose to Orange County. But I would much rather lose to Orange County than lose to Texas, right? You know right. what I mean? Screw that. So that's, that's where we're going we're gonna to end up with, hopefully, if this all works, we will end up with a system of, of cities all competing for, you know, the actual promotion of the year and for the actual league overall champion, which I think is going to be really kick-ass when we get there. That's, that's very cool. I'm excited to see that grow and succeed. I'm excited for this promotion to grow and succeed, all the talent, because I, I have personal involvement with some of the guys i've known matt since we went to elementary school together wow we lost touch and then i started hanging out with gary and we started doing our podcast i went to one of his matches i was like i recognize that guy he's like oh that's jackson i was like no way yeah. i've known that dude forever <laughs> so I'm, I'm excited maybe not this guy i don't know yeah. I, I don't know how i feel about Connor. Yeah, Sky, skyler's oh a little skyler's a little weird dude he's a little rich he's guy little weird but yeah. <laughs> on the rinse do podcast we don't usually take it entirely so serious so we've got a few listener questions we had it submitted to us and sure. i'd like to hear your answers on it you a cat person or a dog person? Dog. Dog, good answer. Good Everyone's a cat person on the podcast except yeah. for me. That's ridiculous. The guy that does our online stuff, they put cat pictures in the that background. Is, I can't do it. That is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I've got a great Dane at home. I, I train him to eat cats. Nice. <laughs> so if you had Roseanne Barr and Danny DeVito in your ring, who do you think would win that match? Uh, that's not even close. Roseanne Barr wins that fight within the first 30 <laughs> seconds. We've had a long-running thing with having mentions of Roseanne and Danny DeVito on our podcast, so some of our listeners will be happy to hear that. That's we're trying to push a product called the Danny DeVito Chicken Dip. It hasn't taken off yet, though. I see. But we're working on that. Yeah. Good luck. And then luck. one of our final questions is STL Pizza or Kansas City Barbecue? Kansas City Barbecue. Fair enough. I'm from St. Louis, and I will go with that barbecue <laughs> any day. I don't like cardboard crust. I can't do it. I, I like St. Louis pizza. It's just that, I mean, that's that's the personal preference. If you have said, you know, just pizza or barbecue, I would have said barbecue. So, you know, right. obviously the best barbecue in the world versus, you know, really good pizza. I'm going to take <laughs> the best barbecue in the world. No contest there. <laughs> and we usually end our podcast every time with our final thoughts. So if you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with anybody, now would like to hear them. Um, you know, f- come out and support us. You know, buy tickets and, and more importantly, buy you know, buy buy a Fight Club membership. You know, Fight Club memberships here in St. Louis are really cheap. Um, you know, you're going to end up paying under like it's under eight dollars per show to come to come out to see all of our shows. You know, we're trying to make this uh, economical for the for the consumer and for the for the fan. So you know, come out, check out our check out our Fight Club memberships, sign up, and you know, let's make this let's make St. Louis wrestling a thing again. Well, the, the Fight Club membership is for the uninitiated. That's basically a season pass, correct? Yeah, it's a season pass. You also get discounts on merch. You get you know invites to training matches. You get 
Uh, exclusive access to the locker room when you come in. You get, I mean, there's a ton of stuff that you get with it. Um, you know, but but most importantly, you get to you get your own personal seat for every single match that we do here in St. Louis uh, or on the Kansas City side. If you buy into the Kansas City Club, um, you know you get you get all those matches. Oh, that sounds good. I uh, will be signing up for mine here in a couple days. Uh, that is a fantastic. I appreciate. One more question, actually. Who was your all-time favorite wrestler since you've been a child? This is something that I would like to know. I'm sure the listeners would like to know. Can I can I say to you because yeah, absolutely. They're, they're they're neck and neck for me. But it's uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake and uh, Coco Beware. Okay, right on. Well, all right, guys. That was Major Basden with the National Wrestling League. We are signing off. Thank you for your time. I know you got a lot to do. Awesome, man. Thank you.